It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Well, Greg McMichael, uh, Thanksgiving is over, but in the spirit of Thanksgiving, we are back for more. We're going back for a second round of Behind the Braves this week, live from the uh, Alumni Lounge at SunTrust Park. We had Brian McCann on yesterday, right before his uh, press conference, announcing that uh, he was coming back to Atlanta. And today, right after his press conference, Josh Donaldson, new Braves third baseman, Josh Donaldson, joined us here in the Alumni Lounge. And Man, uh, he's awesome. He was. He, we had a great talk with him. And uh, what were your first impressions meeting Josh? Well, uh, it's a little different um, than I expected. Um, he seemed to uh, be comfortable with who he is, and um, uh, obviously, great player. And he uh, has has the hardware, I guess you would say, to back it up. He's got the numbers, stats. He's been well-traveled. He is 32, so um, he's not a 26-year-old, you know, rookie or anything. He's been playing a game. So um, he, you can definitely see the intensity in his eyes. You can see that he's a fierce competitor. But, um, but I'd, I'd love the things he had to say, and, and I think he's, uh, he's going to do well, fit right in with this team, and he's going to be another key piece that um, we're going to see probably later on in the season that, man, Alex knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's a great deal for, for both sides. We, You know, the Braves get a, a power bat in the middle of the order. Uh, it's, a, it's a good deal for, for him, and he'll he'll be able to, you know, reenter the free agent market again next year. I mean, I, to me, it's, it's a great deal for all sides. I uh, This is, you know, I think w- w- since we've been doing this behind the Braves the last couple months, I mean, we've kind of said we, we're wanting to be able to show – fans you know the personalities of braves country players front office manager whoever this was uh to me this was a perfect example what, what the sitting down with josh for the time we had him today was perfect because we did talk baseball we talked about you know expectations and all that for next year but also we got to talk about vikings and golf and <laughs> and his relationship with his mom and and it, it was a wide-ranging conversation with him and i think I think uh, you all are going to enjoy hearing from him. We, I feel like we got to know him a little bit as a person today. I agree. It's always nice when you don't know a person. This is the first time I've met Josh, and I believe it's the first time you've yep. met him. And I don't know how much Braves country knows about um, about Josh other than, okay, I heard he was an MVP. Obviously, he's got good numbers. I heard he was hurt. He was traded. All these different things. But to really to get down into – to start the relationship off because it is a relationship between the player and the fans and uh, to really start that off with having an understanding of where he comes from, who he is, where he went to go to school and then hear it right from him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get to hear him tell the story of how he started his Twitter handle, which I thought was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, so those, those things like that, I think that's invaluable 
and it's it really helps us kick the relationship off because we're going to see things happen we're going to watch him and we're going to know more about him and then hopefully we have him on and on you know again and again and then as they hear him in the news or being being interviewed by Paul Bird on the sidelines um then we're going to have a better understanding of who Josh is. Absolutely. Well, well, we, you know what? We've teased it enough. Let's just get right to it. Let's Here he it. is, new brave slugger, Josh Donaldson. Well, hey, Josh. Um, appreciate you joining. This is behind the Braves in the Alumni Lounge. So if you look around, this is something we built for all the Braves alumni, which you now are a part of. So we're uh, excited about that. I am too. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, we've obviously got a great tradition. I heard you in the press conference uh, talk about as you were a kid growing up following the Braves. And um, you mentioned Ron Gant, former teammate of mine. And and th those are good times. What do you remember about, um, you know, the Braves when you were you were coming up in that first game? Well, I remember uh, that the Braves were very successful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they were on a stretch to where every year they were winning the division. And, um, you know, Ron Gant was one of my favorite players, or he was my first favorite player. Mm -hmm. And I remember I, bought, I went out to the, our local card shop and uh, bought my very first rookie card, which was Ron Gant. And uh, 30 30 guy, pretty yeah. good guy to follow, right? And he had huge biceps, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did look good yeah. in his uniform, it right? Was huge, and I'm like, man, I hope I have hey, biceps that big. He way. still looks good, yeah. Well, you know, he does the news uh, every morning, Channel 5 here in Atlanta, Fox 5. Yeah, that's what so I've been he's told. out the ballpark. Yeah, he still looks great, and um, so hopefully, get a chance to meet And he him. took a mean hack, yes, he know. did. I remember that was a pretty aggressive hack, yeah. He had some he had some big games for us. He was good. Mm -hmm. So I know we've we've heard all your stats. I mean, congratulations! You're having a great career. Hope that um, continues here with us. And um, there's a few of us that have been Braves and A's. Um, you know, Huddy. 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 Yeah, yeah. I, w I was able to do that. Jay Hal, you may not know, is familiar, but uh, David Justice. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, DJ. And so, uh, but you are one of the few that I know that were uh, a Blue Jay. And, I mean, you went north, south, east, west, yes. and all that. So, yes. you, you've, you've gone the whole full gamut. And being a country boy or yep. a southern, I don't know if you consider yep. yourself a country boy. I'm from Tennessee. So, yeah. I, I feel like I'm a southern boy that uh, this has got to be a good place to be. Yeah, it is. And, you know, going to, you know, Auburn University. Um, or Eagle. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm not an Auburn fan, but I'm 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 good. I'm a good you know like to make guests feel comfortable. So you know, yeah, I, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. Um, you know, it's it's like an hour and a half drive mm -hmm. probably from here, and um, you know, Tim Hudson was he's a good friend of mine, still mm -hmm. is, and I was a fan of his coming up as well. And you know, it's kind of, it's just kind of crazy how all this works out, um, and coming full circle from. You know, a boy that was 12 years old driving up here watching, you know, the Braves play and, uh, you know, watching Sid Bream slide into home plate mm -hmm. and, you know, Greg Maddox, you know, do what he did for all those years, Tom Glavin. And then, you know, now I've been able to meet these guys and actually have a relationship with them and now I actually share the bond of wearing the same uniform right. as a lot of these guys and yourself. And uh, that means a lot to me. And um, to be able to – to do that, uh, I, I want to say not a lot of people 
because that's uh, known. But <laughs> I just really never saw it, it envisioned it uh, to be this way because, you know, I've played for Oakland. I've been right. with Toronto and my mom had had a book made for me when I was a little kid and the team I played for was the Atlanta Braves. So nice. now I guess it's come true. Very yeah. cool. Well, I'm, I'm glad you bring up your mom. You know, we whenever we find out we're going to get a new player here with the Braves, obviously we look up the stats and we want to see mm -hmm. what you're going to bring on the field and all mm -hmm. that. But I'm as interested, if not more interested, in the person and mm -hmm. background, the family mm -hmm. that you came up with. And in and, and reading about you, uh, I just thought it was so cool reading about the, the relationship, that the strong relationship that you and your mom have, that she basically raised you as a single parent. I yeah. just thought reading there was an article I read where she had some quotes in there i just thought oh this is so cool like they, these two <laughs> seem to have this great bond can you just talk a little bit about your relationship with her and how it helped get you here yeah i mean i think the the biggest reason why i'm here today is to see the perseverance that you know she went through and that she wasn't there was never the victim role being played it was always hey we're going to go out there and do the best that we can and um when you don't think that it's enough you're going to do more and, uh, you know, I feel like my work ethic has got me to this point. And, you know, there was a point in my career where it could have went one or one or two different directions. Uh, obviously, you're, we see the direction that it's went to now, but it could have went to the other way where I probably didn't make it to the big leagues uh, or, or get back to the big leagues because uh, I was at a point to where, uh, you know, I wasn't having much success whenever I came up. And I think that perseverance that, uh, you know, she showed me as a young child and uh, really just kept me going. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted to go out there and leave it all out on the line each and every day. And I don't take that for granted. Uh, I don't take putting on a big league uniform for granted because how hard I've had to work to, to accomplish these goals. Well, we've seen you dive into the stands um, going after a ball, you seem like you're a hard-nosed player. Mm -hmm. um, you know, with this team's been a lot of fun over the last year to watch. There's been a lot of energy, which I know you you got to love that coming mm -hmm. in. And I don't think they need a whole lot more revving up. I think if mm -hmm. anything, you know, you talked about the roller coaster mm -hmm. that the game is a, is a long game. Mm -hmm. You know, it is a long season. Mm -hmm. It's a long career. Hopefully, mm -hmm. if you're if you're very fortunate learning to be that marathon runner, learning not to get too high, not too low, sometimes mm -hmm. a challenge for a young player. Mm -hmm. You know, I think of Acuna and I think of Albies, and I saw so many times that they they were just so fired up. We love the energy, but it's not like football. You know, it's, it's you got to pace yourself, but yet stay intense. Mm -hmm. And you seem, and later in your career, I'm sure you've learned to master that a little bit or else you wouldn't be as successful as you've been. Yeah, and I mean, it's that's a difficult, it's the fine line of, you know, being emotional and, and allowing your emotions to control you. Um, it's okay to be emotional and it's okay to have fun and it's okay to be excited. But when, once the emotions begin to control who you are as a player and who you are as a person, then that's when things can kind of spiral out of control. Well, that's a life lesson, right? It is. Man, so we, is. We, got, we have all kinds of things that hit us in our life and mm. we got to learn to – fix our eyes on the right thing and, mm -hmm. and, and persevere or else we're not going to be very good, good yeah, people and the, for society. Exactly. And, I mean, I think as a team uh, concept is, hey, what, are, what, what do we envision ourselves as and what do we see ourselves going? And uh, there's going to come points in time where those visions seem very plausible 
And there's gonna be times where it's gonna be like, I don't know. And and I think the definition of character and uh, your team's character are are gonna be brought out through those tough times. Everybody's good whenever everything's uh, everybody's winning, but it's when you you know you have that three, four, five game skid, and now people are looking around, they're waiting for some somebody to do something. <laughs> Who's right. it gonna be? Yeah, you know, and 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 I feel like the 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 great players, they're not looking around. They're the ones going and pressing forward, pressing forward. They're 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 taking, you know, their lunch pail and they're packing it twenty four seven. And uh, when the, the opposition knows when that person walks on the field, what they're getting that day. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. You mentioned uh, in the press conference, I think you were asked, you know, do you view yourself, your leadership style, is it more of a vocal guy or, or by example? And you said, well, you know, I think I'm a combination of both. Mm-hmm. When you come to a new team, how do you establish yourself in, in kind of a leadership role? I mean, do you have to wait a little while if you get a feel for the room or how does that work? <laughs> well, I mean, it's not, I'm like, this team had success, right? They've had they've had success. I've had success in my own career. You know, I've I've been in the playoffs six out of the last seven years. Um, the fact of the matter is, I want to get to know people. Um, I want to get to know what they're about, what what where they're at as far as what they envision themselves personally, and as far as what what they envision this team. And I want them to know that I'm going to invest my time into each and every person because ultimately that's how you show people you care is by investing time into each person and individual and also you know letting them know where you're at as well mm-hmm. and um you know I've 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 never worried about free agency I've never worried about any of the stuff that's happened off the field um because I know if you take care of of what's on the field that stuff takes care of itself so when people ask me and stuff about that hey i can give advice to teammates and stuff about some of my experiences but at the end of the day it's about going out there and winning games because if we win more games if if we win 90 plus games there's going to take a lot of people in that locker room to have success like just gonna be me it's not gonna be just freddie it's not gonna be uh just albies or you know, Acuna, it's going to take every single one of us. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? If we focus and play to win, all these guys, one through nine, everybody's going to have their own success. And that's yeah. what it's about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, I love baseball. But I also love the Vikings. I'm not talking about Minnesota. Oh, <laughs> so you're a Vikings so I'm, fan, I'm huh? So Ragnar Lothbrok, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I, when I read that that you actually were on the show, and then I went back. I remember because I've yeah. seen every season. Yeah. The new season's getting ready to start. Yep. Right. Yep. So I and I told <laughs> I told Ricky I said if he's only got five minutes, we're going to talk about at least we got to get the Vikings in there. Yeah. So I, I wanted to know what your experience. I saw a little bit of YouTube where you got to meet some of the actors, but what was that experience like? Because that looked like a blast. Man, it was awesome. Uh, you know, I, it was right after I got the MVP award. I flew down to um, to Ireland. So that's where they film it. Yeah. Oh, in okay. Ireland. Wow. And uh, up in the hills in Ireland, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous, right. and. Um, Going on set, it's man, it's so it's authentic. Like it's, it really is. Oh it really is, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, wow, I can't <laughs> I'm believe I'm time. here. I can't believe I'm here right now. And um, how about Brianna? Is she a Vikings fan? I don't know. She's really not into the Vikings. <laughs> she kind of gave me one of those look like yeah. we're talking about Vikings. Now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so I don't know, but um, <laughs> it was a great experience. They asked me to come back the next couple of years. I just I found it difficult to make myself all the way over there. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't love to travel and stuff in the off season anyhow. But it was a great experience, and. Um, what a great show. It really they is. They do such a good job. They do a, they do a great job. Yeah, I look forward to it. I'm, I'm sick the, that Ragnar's gone. Spoiler alert. Well, no, he's he's been dead. He's been he, gone he for a while. Oh, okay. His okay. sons now are taking over. Okay. Yeah, I was, right. I was upset. Literally, like, the day that I got there, they're like, yeah, we just killed him off last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, he was so good. I'm like, do you not see my hair? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be a son on the uh, show. Yes. I'm like, hey, I'm Come now on. the adopted. Yes. I, I mean, I bar. <laughs> what are we doing? You can't kill them all. I know. I get That's here. terrible. God, do I get to like marry? Um, uh, what's a uh, Lagathar? Yeah, Lagathar. Yeah, Lagatha. <laughs> Lagatha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think she's about to. She's about to to bite it too. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. It's still a good show. It is. Yeah. It is a really good. good show. Well, I was jealous. Yeah. Well, I'm not a. I'm certainly not qualified to be a professional evaluator of baseball talent, but I'm somewhat qualified to uh, judge and evaluate players' uh, social media accounts and their handles. And oh. I can say with with full confidence <laughs> that Bringer of Rain, Bringer of Rain 20, is an 80 grade top of the line. Thank you. Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. So I just want to know Thank where you. where did that originate from? Spartacus Blood and Sand. Yes. Okay. Uh, so it's another kind of uh, Vikingish type of show or whatever. So uh, Spartacus, he's taken. Um, as a prisoner to become a gladiator, and he doesn't want to do it, but ends up kind of finding some type of refuge. They tell him that he's, <clears throat> excuse me, that they're gonna find his wife and bring him back, and so he kind of embraces the gladiator uh, role, and so their town has been in a, a drought for like three months, and they're having this uh, match between it's Spartacus and um, man, it's been a while since I've told the story. <laughs> uh, Spartacus, <laughs> Spartacus and one of his other former uh, gladiator partners, which they didn't really like each other at the time against this one uh, gladiator. His name was Theocles and he's like 10 foot tall. He's been stabbed like a thousand <laughs> times, never fallen. And anyway, Spartacus ends up beating him. And uh, ultimately, if you're in a gladiator, if you're winning, then he killed him. Right. Uh, and, you know, I was like, I looked at and it. And it starts to rain. It starts to rain. Yeah, <laughs> so it starts to rain afterward. <laughs> and uh, so they give him the name Spartacus, bringer of rain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like, man, I, I feel like I've conquered some giants in my life before. I, I, I like that name. Yeah, so and, I stole it. And and you know, the assaulted tweeted they got the new profile picture of of the jersey, right? Yeah. The twenty Donaldson jersey. Yeah. But what's yeah. even to me it was even better is you already changed the cover pic to yeah. it's, it's the it's the Doppler radar, there's a storm coming yeah. to Atlanta and he's here. Yeah. He's exactly. here. So I love that. Exactly. Well Ricky is the one that takes and does all the Twitter feeds for the team for MLB mm-hmm. and for us and uh, so he works with our digital marketing. That's how we connect it because I'm I'm the director of alumni relations okay, for gotcha. the Braves. And then Ricky works with MLB, so this was a good match. We started this project about two months ago, and we've had Glav on, you know, nice. which his son's pitching at yep, Auburn. Yep, at Auburn. Uh, Smoltz's been on. We've had Alex. We've had Snit as soon as he signed his deal. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking about relationships. 
you know, you couldn't be playing for a better manager because Snit's all about relationships. He's been around the game. He's just – he loves his players. He's great. You know, of course, you know, I played for Bobby, uh, Bobby Cox. Yep. And Snit, you know, that's one of his mentors out of the same mold, just a, a real players manager. So, you guys are going to get along well. We had B-Mac on yesterday. Oh, nice. You're going to get along great with him. Yeah, I don't well, know Mac. if you've had yeah. – yeah, he's yeah. he's awesome. So, you, there's some – I can see you guys being good friends, and yep. I think this is a great fit for you. We're super excited that you're here. Obviously, we love your talent. Mm -hmm. We love your intensity, the mm -hmm. way you play the game. Because mm -hmm. um, Alex wouldn't have brought you here if he didn't. Obviously, yeah. for a, a, a general manager, and, and I, I was able to finish off my career. I left and came back to the Braves. And the general manager won't do that because he already knows you. Exactly. So just the fact that yeah. he did that speaks a lot about you mm -hmm. as a person, as a player. So I know that's a good sign I for us. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. yeah, how much did, I mean, the, the relationship you had with Alex, how much did that influence you choosing to sign here? A lot. Uh, you know, I because I know Alex and I know what he's about. And, um, you know, if Alex is, uh, if our team is in need of something – and but we're close. He's gonna go out there and he's gonna he's gonna push us over the top. I saw that in 2015. We were hovering around two uh, 500 ball club, and he went and made acquisition for Tulowitzki, David Price, uh, Mark Lowe, Latroy Hopkins, and really just made it to where I think we ended up running off mm, probably like 40 of the next like 15 game. You know, I mean. Out of the next 55 games, I think we went 40 and 15 and just really took off. And uh, that wouldn't have happened if he wouldn't, wouldn't have went out there and made those moves. And, you know, that, that that's a credit for him because, you know, he went on a you know leap of faith for us and took a chance and, and gave us what he thought that team deserved. And um, I know that that's what he's about and what, what he brings and, you know, very – very early in this offseason, he made it pretty clear to to my agency that he wanted to to bring me here, and uh, you know I didn't really know what to expect at the time, and uh, you know I started kind of looking at the team and uh, how I fit here, and you know it, it helped even more that George Poulos and Mike Frostad are here because they've been around me and they know my body and they know how I work and. Um, that was that was huge, uh, a huge part of it as well. I saw some video of you throwing from third. I don't think you were feeling very good. Mm -hmm. And then I saw some video of you later because, I, 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 to be honest, I haven't really seen you play a lot of third base. Yeah. But I was watching some video, and the way you could tell that something was going on, shoulder, yeah. cap, whatever it was. But then I saw you at the later season, you could see the ball pff, you know, yep. getting back across the time. So all that's good. You feel great. Obviously, you passed the physical. But uh, what what was going on? Did you just uh, – was just yeah, one of those I had, things? I had some uh, – early on in the season, I think I ramped up too quickly in the off season last last year. Uh, too fast. I didn't really pace myself out. And then I kind of redid it again whenever the team got together. Um, and I just had some inflammation build up in my shoulder. And I kept trying to, like, get through it, get through it, get through it. And I didn't really give it much time uh, to rest. Mm -hmm. and, well, uh, when you're playing every day, it's tough. Yeah. It, well, this was, I mean, it was in spring training. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, they kind of put a timetable for me when they wanted me to play. And I was trying to meet that timetable versus just, like, saying, hey, let's take some time and get it healthy. Um, 
so after after that kind of stuff, I, I took about when I finally went on the deal. They put me on the deal for my shoulder. I took like two weeks off of, from throwing, and it got it cleared up. Yeah, and good. I haven't had an issue with my shoulder since then. Calf feels good. Like I said, I've been doing some sprinting for two or three weeks now. Some really nice acceleration drills. Uh, you know, to about 30, 40 yards right now um, at close to full speed. So good. it's been my, my off season. I feel like it, this off season has been one of my better off seasons I've had the last few years. That's great. So I'm looking forward to kind of how it's going to translate to the season. Well, I always think it's comical when they talk about a 32 year old being kind of older yeah. now, now that I'm 52. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like he should be feeling great. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, I feel, I feel like a newborn almost because the last couple of years I've, you know, I'm used to playing 158 games yeah. a year. Yeah. And this year I think I played 55 or whatever. I don't know exactly how many in the year before that I played about 110. So, I mean, uh, my wear and tear has been very, has been relatively low and I'm looking forward to, you know, getting everything uh, right and then going out and having a, a big 2019. Right. And, and hoping, hopefully that, that leads to some hardware. Absolutely. That's, that's what we're hoping, too. So real quick, now that you're signed, that's all taken care of. What, do, what does the rest of your off season look like? You just kind of get to relax now for a while? Take yeah, it easy. I'll relax. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty big golfer. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm working out, you know, three times a week right now. And um, I'll golf on the other days. And um, I have a, a event, actually, where, you know, Glavin and Maddox and Smolty, they attended. It's called the Diamond Resorts um in january uh it's in orlando and um where i know a lot of braves fans are familiar with the the spring training um so looking forward to doing that in in january i think that's from the 16th through the 20th um and besides that i keep it pretty low-key well, you're in a good organization if you like golf because yeah. we all like it. We all play. <laughs> Matter of fact, I was just talking to Doggy about coming to – I run the fantasy camp. Okay. And it's at the same time in Orlando yep. between the 15th and the 20th. And so we were trying to work out the dates where he could make an appearance, but we were waiting on the dates. So, um, And I'm getting ready to go to Vegas, and he's going to be on the podcast with Ricky and I okay. uh, at, in uh, December – the winter meetings. Yeah, yep. the winter meetings. Nice. And we're going to play a little golf and go there out you there. Go. So uh, if you're out there, you can join us. Hit them straight. Yeah. I'm not going to be out in Vegas, I don't think, at the time. Yeah, you don't need to now. How, right? Hit them straight. <laughs> how, how do you hit them straight? I still haven't figured. I've been playing golf for 20 years. And Close still, your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, I had, see, my old man taught me a trick of taking a little chapstick and oh, yeah. rubbing on them. That's, that's, that's illegal. Guys. I know that's illegal. I've never done it in terms of oh, play, okay. but, you know, it straightened hey, it out a little bit. So is Knuckle pine tar balls. on the ball. Is he well, yeah. see, yeah, there Why you go. can it be pine tar on the bat but not on the ball? I don't make that make sense. It doesn't do anything but help me keep from hitting you in the head. Pitcher and a hitter. I love well, that. I love hearing this. Trevor debate. Bauer would disagree with you. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I've had some talks with him about it too. I mean, yeah. well, Bert, uh, Bert Blylevin and and those guys back in the day, uh, there was a, a Toronto pitcher pitcher named Dave Steep, mm-hmm. right? He, he yeah, had the nastiest they. curveball I'd ever yeah. seen, and he you know lived in pine tar because he could rip that you know pull that seam down and. So what does Bauer say about it? Well, he said. Or can you say that? Can, can we talk about what he said? Yeah, I think he, I don't think he he's been open about it on. Oh, okay, on that's good. Other areas. When so. any trade secrets going out in the podcast? Yeah. No, another another eighty grade Twitter handle though. By the way, Bauer out. It's yeah, just throwing good. that out yeah, there. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, uh, for, he does a lot of testing and stuff like that. For um, I want to say he works with Driveline. Oh, okay. Um, 
And they have data that, you know, the spin rate and stuff like that is prevalent now. It's Yeah, like Rapsodo is a spinoff of uh, uh, the driver that helped them develop to, to be able to calculate spin rate and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it's a little yeah, device, yeah. portable yeah. device. Yeah, I use the Rapsodo for the hitting one. Oh, you do? So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, those are cool. Uh, so, uh, Pine Tar can improve your spin rate by like three to 400, um, whatever it's measured in. Um, I don't know what is it joules or I don't know exactly three whatever the spin rate is it can improve it by three to four hundred RPMs yeah there you go yeah uh, three to four hundred RPMs uh by just pine tar maybe just grip I mean yeah. being able to yeah maybe tackiness or something I don't know that makes sense yeah that's that the only thing that they've done like through their data that can really improve spin rate yeah. I'm, I'm just going to stick to the closing my eyes when I drive now. That, <laughs> yeah, that. That's, that's, yeah, drive yeah, the golf, that. you know, grab the golf Or just set up really far left. and. <laughs> I've, I've definitely employed that, that one a couple of times, too. I've got a wicked <laughs> slice, and I just adjust to it, there you, you know, go. about 45 well, degrees to the left. If you, you come to town and you need some guys to put together, we got plenty of guys around here. Well, yeah, Ugla, Ugla lives down the street. Oh, yeah. And, a buddy D-Rose here, too. D-Rose, yeah. yeah. He's up there, Francoeur. So there's a bunch of us around, and we'll – we can find you a game if you need okay, one. Okay, so. perfect. <laughs> yeah. I might need that. Yeah. So, um, so we, yeah, we're gonna wrap it up, and we appreciate you being here. Uh, it's great to get to meet you, mm -hmm. and you'll see me around. I mean, I don't hang out in the clubhouse, but I'm here. I'll eventually give you my card if there's anything I can do to help with okay. any charitable stuff you're thinking about, or okay. you know, of course, Adrian and I work together, and um, but we appreciate you being on behind the Braves. Appreciate it. Yeah, and we're, I think I speak for a lot of Braves fans, and I say we're really excited to have you here, Josh. Thank, Thank you. you for joining us. I appreciate us. it. Thanks a lot, guys. Well, that was certainly a lot of fun, and our thanks to Josh Donaldson for joining us here on uh, Behind the Braves. Again, Greg McMichael, Director of Braves Alumni Relations. I'm Ricky Mass from MLB.com, and Again, like yesterday with Brian McCann, special thanks to Braves Media Relations for uh, for arranging this for us. It's it's uh, it's it's a it's a big deal to us to be, to be able to to have access to these guys and talk to them and get to know them a little bit. And that wouldn't be possible without the the great folks in public relations and media relations. So big thanks to them. Yeah, um, we we obviously couldn't do some of the things that we're getting to do without their help. So Beth Marshall and Adrian Midgley, we uh, we appreciate them and. And we uh, we loved spending time with Josh. I think it was more than we thought it would be. Obviously, you never know. Everybody's on a tight schedule. But just to sit down and be able to relax here in the alumni lounge and talk about a little bit of Braves history. Um, you know, we talked about Ron Gann, and that was the first player that he, I that he that. wanted to be. Yeah, it's great. That, that was because uh, me growing up with those, those same teams, you know, the, some of the teams you were on in those early 90s or just any of the 90s teams, Ron Gant was also a favorite of mine. There's a lot of, I think because of the, the, the TBS generation and all that, I think there's a lot of people that can say, especially that are either my age and, and on up, that can say all over the country they were Braves fans. And so there, there's a lot of guys or new players are coming here. It's like, oh, yeah, I was a Braves fan growing up. And, you ask the favorite, and you'll hear a lot of deservedly so. You'll hear a lot of well, it was it was Chipper, or it was Mad Dog, or Smoltzy, or Glav, or one of those guys. It was it was 
it was cool to hear somebody say Ron Gant. I was like, that, that was just a cool little, you know, it's it's because uh, he was he was a big part of those some of those early. 90s hey, Ronnie teams. was the man. I mean, not many guys go thirty for thirty. Yeah. Uh, um, back during that time, it was big. You know, Fred McGriff was another one who went thirty home runs plus for what seven eight years mm-hmm. in a row. Who, by the way, should go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I'm just I don't. It's it's a. Well, that's a different topic. That's, that's, that's I know. If I get started on we'll that, that, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's gonna. That's just gonna. I'm gonna tick. I'm gonna get all ticked off yeah. and go on a rant about that. It's another well, day. We'll we'll be able to discuss that at some point. But I'm gonna send Ronnie a text and just say, "Hey, got a chance to meet Josh. He he uh, would love to see you sometime during the season. So hopefully we can make that connection with him. And uh, but yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Obviously, you never know what you're gonna get when you whether somebody's gonna open up to you and you're gonna kind of connect with uh you know the person you're interviewing but you know that's the great thing about a podcast is that we can sit here relax you know talk about things and and it's not you know we're not beholden to a sound bite and and trying to get you know on and off in in a few minutes so i think it definitely helped and and it was great getting to know josh and I, we look for i think both both of us could say we were definitely impressed with him absolutely uh as an individual and just uh what he had to say and i hope you guys enjoyed that because we thoroughly did coming up pretty soon and we've, we've we've talked about it some here on behind the braves and you mentioned it earlier in the interview with josh um well, we're, we've mentioned we're going to vegas but i think you uh, this is the first time we've alluded to the fact that uh we're, we're scheduled to uh have Mad Dog, Greg Maddox, on the podcast when we go out to the winter meetings in Vegas, and I am psyched about that. Very psyched. Yeah, so um, we got to track him down, and and uh, finally maybe we we could coincide it with like when he's playing golf or something, or when I'm we're we're supposed to play golf too. Hopefully, if the weather's what weather's good. Mm-hmm. First thing we're going to do is find that steak, uh, that dollar ninety nine yeah. gambler special that we talked about. My steak plane lands about an hour after yours, <laughs> so you go ahead and just scout it out a little bit for me, and I'll I'll come meet you from the I airport. Yeah. Steak, eggs, and a milkshake for dollar ninety nine. If we can find that, man, we'll definitely let everybody know. You what said that that's is. after midnight now, right? Yeah, it's at twelve oh one. Twelve oh one, yeah, perfect. I'm always hungry, but I'm twelve oh one. That's perfect time for a steak. Well, you're younger than me. I, you know, I, it's like ten oh one for me. Is the old. 1201. Oh yeah. See, I'm on a, I'm on a, uh, I call it my baseball schedule of like, cause during the season, you know, I'm, I'm working air yeah. quotes and do you sleep into a 10. I, I am a 2 a.m. to 10 a.m. Wow. Sleep okay. schedule guy. Yeah. And I, and because I am so dedicated and to the single. game and single and single, um, uh, throwing that out there, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I am so dedicated to, to work in my job and that's my in season schedule mm-hmm. work, work makes it to where I sleep from 2am to 10am. I keep that same sleep schedule in the off season. That's dedication. That, well, that is, I mean, it's either that or you just, you're, you're a hardliner for uh, routine. That oh, you know, I have never thought of putting it that way. That is fantastic. Most people would just say I'm lazy and like to sleep in, but I'm a hardliner for routine. I love that. That's perfect. That's there perfect. All right. Well, well uh, we look forward to uh, to coming to you from the the winter meetings in Vegas. I think that's going to be an exciting week. Of course, we're we're hoping to have uh, Greg Maddox on, and you know, we're we're going to be like it's the winter meetings, so we're hoping that there maybe there'll be some news, and uh, if if anything happens, just like yesterday and today with with BMAC and Josh Donaldson, if anything pops up, we'll we'll be able to come to you live from Vegas as as the news is happening. So we're really looking forward to that. Yeah, that'd be great. Hopefully, we'll have some. I think we're off to a great start with uh, the off season and filling holes and making this team better. Alex obviously has a game plan. They 
from the press conference he was talking about that they had seen this as some a goal for theirs to get Josh and to um, get Brian, and they made it happen. So what's what's for us to think that the rest of the game plan is not going to work out? Exactly, exactly. I can't wait. We're off to a great start, as you said, and I can't look to can't wait to see uh, where we go from here. So. Thank you, as always, for joining us on Behind the Braves. If you haven't already done so, please uh, rate, review, subscribe us on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, and tell a friend, tell two, tell your family, tell whoever. Greg's dad listens, my parents listen, my little sisters listen, everybody's listening. So, you know, we got all our folks listening, so please just just, uh, share it with uh, those around you, and uh, we will see you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.